Yeah. <laughs> I already, you know, it's funny. Yeah. You said one year, and I immediately went back to the video. Yeah. That had to be one of the greatest, <clears throat> most condescending ways to. Uh, to me, it's just like, yo, I just played a game. Yeah. I don't want motherfuckers being around me shoving cameras in my face like that, bro. Yeah. That's the <laughs> best way yo. you could fucking. The only, other great, the only other better one was when he was at the Super Bowl and the answer was, I'm just here so I don't get fined. <laughs> I'm just here so I don't get fined. <laughs> yo, the fact that, yo, that was the, but the fact that, yo, when you saw the microphones around there, Marshawn, you want Marshawn? Would you like to add? Would you like to say anything about the uh, about the Cardinals' defense this week? Yeah, Marshawn, how hard was it for you to to get your body going after a tough week last week on the ground? Yeah, <laughs> Marshawn, was well, there any type of game plan you guys tried to plan? Yeah, you just kept riding that shit, yo. And then when they all walked away, and then a few of them stayed, and he started talking about his like the foundation dinner. And some of them came back, and then the one asshole tried to ask the question again. It was like, yeah. yeah. And then the one chick, what do you think about Lil Boozy? Boozy. He's a class act, though. He is. Underneath it all, man. He's a class act guy. has a great heart. He loves it. You know what his... The one thing I look at him, man, he made good. He made big. And he tries to do so much for his hometown, for Oakland. And he tries to do a lot for his hometown, man. There's the phenomenon with just sports interviews. To me, it blows my mind that it gets more invasive every year. Because th we're talking about here just football. This is like back by the lockers. Yeah. Everybody's getting dressed. That's just what happens, right? What happens with a fighter, somebody who just got knocked out, gets a a microphone put in front of their face well, immediately look, after getting look at your out. man last week who uh not last week but the one who got uh his jaw broke who was running his mouth man and he running your mouth all that shit before the fight you run out of there that's usually what happens with fighters when they lose you've been running your mouth now you run out of there you know like the press conferences leading up to shit you know there's a lot of smack talk in the ring you see it but when you get your jaw destroyed that way. Yeah, that thing you kind of know is what you deserved. Um, but we're talking sports interviews here, man. Because when you sent that to me, I was sitting there watching it. And then I immediately thought of, I'm just here so I don't get fined. And I was like, this is a great topic for today. A great topic for us to discuss. What's that coach's name? Greg Popovich? Coach Pop, Yeah, Greg Popovich. He's another one. I've seen him. And he usually gets like. He gets testy. Yeah. He gets angry. He doesn't get he slick. He hates doing interviews. He don't get slick. He just gets in your fucking face. He's a, he's going to give you a dumbass answer. Like, I, I love it, man. Like, I love, like, uh, the one I sent to you, man. When we thought we were just like, yo, this is what we're going to talk about. I sent you the, uh, the Mike Gundy, the Oklahoma State freakout. Uh, I'm a man. I'm, I'm 40. I'm a man. I'm 40. You want to attack someone? Attack me! Don't attack a kid who does everything right. What Yo, was the situation with that though? It was uh, a kid, one of the kids on the team. He hadn't been playing that great, and there was a sports reporter who kept attacking him 
like in the articles. Like he's a college kid. Like you don't have to write this about a college kid. He's got a lot on his shoulders already. And he, you know, basically took that writer. He didn't call him out by name, but that writer. Was it a editor. school paper? Or no, like it was like, a, like, the, like one of the Oklahoma papers. He's like the writer <laughs> and the editor for like for even like letting it even go out like they like tacking a teenage kid a twenty one twenty two year old you know who's you know never gonna play on the field like this again like not the end all be all you never got on the field here what are you attacking him for you want to attack someone attack me attack someone your own age like he just, what he was doing was defending one of his athletes in the public who he knows behind closed doors was a good kid and just because he had a few bad games doesn't give you the right to trash him the way he did. And that's what he did. He defended his quarterback, man. And um, you know, someone else defended the quarterback. Someone else defended the quarterback. See that that was an instant meme, bro. That's T O, right? It's my quarterback. <laughs> when you talk about him like that, it's a fact. When you talk about Tony like that. My quarterback, man. Yeah. It's my quarterback. Like, nigga, you were talking what, about what, Tony like what that. What came <laughs> over you at that moment? Bro, that, right. that shit happened. They had just lost again. Like they lost in the playoffs. Tony, that was when uh the, the Cowboys uh they had to buy and Tony Romo got photographed in uh he got photographed in Dallas, him and Jason Witten, not in Dallas, in Mexico in like Cabo the week before the playoffs with his girlfriend, with their girlfriends when he was dating Jessica Simpson. And it was a huge thing. Like the papers blew it up like, Oh, why aren't you over here? Why aren't you doing this? It's like when the Giants uh, had to buy and they took that boat trip to Miami. Yeah, I remember that. And they've been like 6 and 42 since that boat trip. Curse. <laughs> oh, the most of them are gone. Odell's gone. Oh, a lot of those guys on the team are gone. And uh, how is it set up? Have you ever been to like a, a sports interview session? No. Like, I know you need, like, press credentials and shit, man. And, like, now you see there's no longer microphones. If you saw it during the old, during the Marshall and Lynch thing, everybody, like, usually, most of them had their phones like this. Even now for press conferences now, for, like, newspapers now, a lot of it is, like, on your phone. Like, take the video, take it on here, and then you can digitally, instead of having it, like, with your old fucking tape recorder, they all record it like that, and then just listen back to it. Um, they record video or audio? No, nah, some of them video, most of them is audio. If you ever look. During an interview, look like look at it, you'll see them holding their phones with the microphone to them like this. Um and it's just, you know, that's what they do, man. And it's just um you know, thinking about the interviews, man, like we've seen, man, like they're just some fun ones, man. Uh Dennis Green. They are who we thought they were. We let them off the damn hook. We let them off the hook. Like See so you, you you got you got the major sports interviews. I know, like, the fighter promos. <laughs> and to me, the, the classic one is when uh, McGregor. said, nigga. <laughs> that, no, that, that, that's going down number one on my list. And we're coming for you, nigga. That, that qualifies as a sports interview. <laughs> sports entertainment, at least. It was uh, when, when McGregor, somebody asked McGregor a question. They said, who on stage do you think is going to give you the the biggest, you know, competition? And some guy picks up the fucking microphone and just starts popping shit. He's looking around. McGregor's looking around. And he's like, where's this fucking coming from? So he, the guy's cutting a promo on him. <laughs> and after he's done, he just looks back and he goes, who the fuck is that guy? The fucking place erupts, bro. 
that to me one of the best sports interview moments of all time. They know motherfucker, White. he's back next Saturday, man. Yeah, I want to see that, man. He's fighting the Cowboys. You know, crazy. Last time I went to a uh, bro, you know, if he loses, that's it. Yo, last time I went to a McGregor fight, bro, was when I got almost got thrown out of Hurley's that time. Uh, it was wild, man. But if uh, he comes back off of this exhibition and loses this fight, I don't think he's gonna lose. If he, do, I don't. The last thing he did was get his ass whooped by by. He got choked fucking, out. He got choked by Khabib. He got nah, choked out. He got his ass whooped that whole fight. Yeah, he did. But he, he started to gain some steam before he got choked out. It looked like he was gonna try to turn it. Um, I think with this fight, as long as he doesn't get knocked out. If it goes the distance and he loses by decision, I think he'll be all right as long as he does not get knocked out. With all he's done, with all the shit he's talked. His face needs to be intact. Yes. By the end of the fight. He can't get knocked if you, out. If you take an L, you got to at least look decent. Because if you really catch an ass whooping, that's what's going down. And I don't think that, I think right now Dana is seeing a slight possibility that he could be the huge draw that he was before he got yeah. in that last fight. I think I think Dana sees it, Dana knows it, man. And I think uh you know Dana just knows the possibilities just cuz of who he is, man. That you know you need this type of name. You get you can only have John Jones fight but so many times a year and then he's only allowed to fight and put so many places because of his track record even as one of the, you know John Jones will go down as probably the greatest MMA fighter ever, but he, you know, because it's, you know, it's too many stains. Yeah, isn't allowed to fight everywhere. Um, you know, McGregor's a big draw for them. You no longer have uh, Ronda Rousey. Uh, while your women's division is ultra competitive still, you don't have that huge name to draw. Um, or, you know, like pulling everyone like you had Rousey doing with her, you know, mega star power she had. So he needs, you know, he hopefully they both need this to go good for them. Yeah. Because you don't have another superstar coming like that right now. Did you hear the Tyson Fury? The, you know that the WrestleMania card like leaked the possible matches? No. And and they're talking Tyson Fury to headline WrestleMania with Brock Lesnar? They're disrespecting the wrestlers at this point, bro. It's becoming a spectacle. If they do that, Vince McMahon's lost compete touch with the business, with his fan base, with all parties involved if Vince pulls that if Vince allows that to go through. You've completely lost touch. If Triple if Triple H with all you went through backstage and having to come up and you saw, if you allow that to happen to those wrestlers back there, none of you deserve to be involved in this business anymore. And you deserve to have this empire crumble around you like it is. If that goes through. Tyson Fury versus Brock Lesnar. It's crazy enough. Stupidity. You told me when Brock Lesnar got the belt back and he's entering the fucking Royal Look, Rumble. No, that's a, that's another podcast. We're gonna save that one for another podcast. You got any? I have one last other really good uh, sports interview one man that you wouldn't know, man. But the day after Wilma Flores, well, actually that game when Wilma Flores cried on the field during the Met game when he thought he got traded, and you know the fans were telling him he was still out on the field, no one knew what was going on. And uh, when Terry Collins was at the uh, you know the post game interview that day, mm -hmm. I feel like I heard him say some fucking you know f word, you know that we can't always say, you know what Chappelle said, but you know we're not gonna get in mm -hmm. trouble here. Yeah, you know, he said it felt like you know because the f word got through the, the fucking 
and then the other one felt like it got quick. But he was dropping the f bombs. They weren't. I guess they weren't expecting it was an actual live feed, and they were catching him slow. And he said, like, I feel like I heard him say some little fucking fag or some little fucking something. Shows me something talking about a trade. And, you know, I, I don't know what's going on. I don't know. What I'm telling him, you know, I have David go talk to this guy and all these little fucking like he, he said, fuck a few. Like he was hot under the collar. And it was about, you know, the fact that, you Did know, they get fined for that. Um, I don't believe so. Uh, Like baseball's a bit lenient with their fines, man. They're not crazy with it, man. Because even I finally saw like the uh, the footage of what it sounds like when an umpire gets ejected. And again, Terry Collins of the Mets. And I heard what it sounded like when an umpire, like, you know what they're saying? And it is as vulgar as you think. I just don't want to see, like, uh, major sporting, like, promotions become, like, PG era. I think they need to stick with the uh, attitude era. I like to hear athletes curse every now and then. Yeah. They're, they're real fucking people. It happens. You curse. It happens. Like, when... uh. It's like when Roy Hibbert, man, when he said when he accidentally said no homo one time in an interview, and everybody was like, "Oh, oh my arms. god, oh god!" It was like, bro, like, shut dude. the fuck up. It's like the dude's a basketball plays around a bunch of men. They say he's like, "I ain't gonna lie, Paul was really giving some hard D." And he's like, after he said that, he's like, "Oh, <laughs> no homo." Like in the middle of an interview, you're not thinking that, bro. Like, it's like, come on, man. Yeah, people. Yeah, man. But uh, you guys already know, man. Where to follow us? At Bud and Roach. And you can get everything at www.budandroach.com, man.